Gabby the queer comic is a breaker of men. <laughs> She's a fucking nutcracker. <laughs> it's like a bee sting. They die afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm going extinct. <laughs> not many of me left it's really important to know how to break men mental mentally and physically mm, yeah, yeah yeah how so, do you do it mm. oh how do i do it yes i mean through so many ways uh mind games but mostly my mind games are just being really flat out and like assertive to the point where i'm like what i've said is now very off-putting and actually i'm the one with red flags oh <laughs> you know, so wait, mind games that wait. are just not games no not no, at wait. all oh you don't do tic-tac-toe that's my favorite mind game <laughs> Uh, no. love, yeah. My favorite mind game uh, is, <laughs> is is to approach them every single time you go, gun. <laughs> just keep doing it over and over again. For those listening, that was uh, her dapping them up, which I've <laughs> thought about doing. Yes, I've thought yes, about going yes. to a lesbian bar and just dapping up the nearest dyke I see. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but wait, you know that that's what uh, Jinx did to me when I first met them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, um, Jinx Monsoon, drag queen, oh, was on Jinx. the show. Oh, okay, yes. And when I first met them last summer, opens the door and then literally like, boom, bro hug. Wow. So slay. And it threw me so off guard. Because <laughs> there was a no, I was like, oh. I was just like, how does it feel to be a straight man in America? Well, can I tell you, it's confusing. It gets confusing sometimes because yeah. you think you're going to get one greeting, you think you're going to and then you get another one. Lucas, yeah. are you straight? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Gabby, how does it feel to be a minority? Oh. <laughs> straight. Podcast. Straight. Podcast. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be as idiotic <laughs> about it. That's right. <laughs> She's not going to come on here and chant straight power so, with you. All right. You so, know, Ju sorry. Julia's on and this is the straight pride. The straight pride podcast. This is the straight pride. Yes. Welcome That's the name of the episode. Straight pride with Julia, Julia Zen. Zen. Welcome to the pod. And I brought that upon myself. <laughs> Ultimately, I brought that upon myself. How does it feel to have uh, played yourself? <laughs> really good, actually. It's a choice to be straight. So, and I've chosen that. You've chosen mm, it. It's yes. a beautiful choice you've made. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, it actually sounds hard. Um, well, so what I always tell uh, all of our tell, tell us tell all us. of our queer friends in Bushwick and Brooklyn, right? But also uh, the people uh, straight who are under your wing. Oh, oh yes. Well, guys, it's really important to be straight among all of your queer friends because you're ground zero. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make everyone else gayer. I make everyone else gayer. If I were gay, then what? What's the line? Like, what? What's the? What's the baseline? <laughs> we don't have. We don't have what? What is neutral zero? We don't have middle C. We don't have concert B flat. Mm. I'm gonna keep going. Concert okay, B flat. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh. bands used to like. That's a description of my butt. <laughs> thinker. That was a thinker. This podcast is over. <laughs> it was fun. That was okay. We had a nice time. No, no, no. Let's, let's give a proper intro. A proper intro. Okay. Okay. In the art of killing it, which this will be coming out, I believe, next week. So you have one more weekend to go see this. If you are in New York City, yes. go see the show. We have a fantastic comedian, actor, improviser. You know her. You love her. Julia Zen. Julia Zen, multi-hyphenate heterosexual. Yes. Mm. Yeah, there aren't many of us, so yeah, I take that very proudly. That is true. A woman <laughs> with your tattoos, a straight woman. How, wow. It, how does it feel? Do you uh, feel like you're baiting? <laughs> Constantly. No. Well, I mean, it is, it is, I do make people very confused. Like mm. when, when Jesse is the one that ultimately has to be like, she's straight, babes, she's straight. People are always like, 
huh. Like there's a little bit of a confusion behind their eyes. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately a little, bit, a little bit of disappointment. Yeah. And I accept that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, do you feel, what is it you feel like throws people off? Aggression? About like. About uh, yourself and about your vibe and what do you give off? Oh. What is it you feel like confuses people? That makes them think that I'm queer rather than straight. Indeed, yes. Well, I mean, the tattoos, for yeah. sure. I also roll deeply in a crowd of mostly of, queer almost, people. Yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're, they're queer? What? <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Lucas, I'm queer. <laughs> he's freaking the fuck out. He's scared. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's going to have a mental breakdown now. Uh, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> he died. And then me and Gabby just continue on being like... <laughs> Straight yeah, yeah. people, they can't handle it. Like, <laughs> and then, and then I wake up, I panic again, I pass out again. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, like, that mostly just like, yeah, the people that I hang out with, the tattoos for sure. Uh, I have a, a wonderful collection of cargo pants, I'll say that. Ooh, well, they are useful. Okay. They are useful. They're coming back. They are coming They're, back. I see them out and about so much more. Yeah. Cargo pants, cargo shorts, both, both of the genders. Do you think yeah. that's gonna be seen on camera that I spilled Red Bull on myself? No, that was beautiful. That okay. was that was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it We're again. gonna we'll blur it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like when a reality star gets like naked, there's like a blur. <laughs> or if it's like blur. product placement that they haven't like done the deal for. Yeah, we'll blur just like half of your face with yeah, Red yeah. Bull on it. Nondescript energy drink falls down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think those are the main things, though. Mm. I mean, like, and also I'm not super forthcoming about like uh like as a single person like about dating and stuff like that unless i'm like among my close best friends and yeah. then i'm mm. always talking about fucking and sucking obviously yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously so what is your type for sucking and fucking then mm. interesting question uh oh one thing i think that is a huge indicator that i am a straight woman is uh i pretty much will always like swipe left on like men on their profile that say they're shorter than like 510 yeah Oh, you, I'm a bad person. You need them tall. You yeah. need them tall. Yeah. Yeah. What is the shortest you have dated? I mean, like, like dated as in like hooked up with or like dated dated. I, I guess uh, the shortest you've the lowest you've stooped. The lowest you've well, stooped in any kind of even just making out with it a party even. Well, I, I want to be perfectly clear, like with apps specifically where that information is very much known that we take it for the face value, right? That that person is the height they say they are. Yes. I will always swipe left if it's under 5'10". But if your vibe is right in person and they're like, you know, my height or whatever, like that's fine. Like I don't oh, care. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm a bad person, but not that bad, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you've never gone shorter than you. Definitely not. Okay. okay. But also, like, I'm I'm like slightly below average, I feel like, for like women's height. I'm like barely 5'4. Oh, are yeah. you? Wait, you what have is tall energy? What is Thank what is, you. Yeah. I think you so too. Really do. I, I wouldn't have guessed 5'4. I would have guessed uh five foot. Anyway. Um <laughs> no. and I accept that as well. She's yeah. two feet tall. <laughs> have you noticed? I'm that? just a little baby. You're <laughs> a gnome. She's an infant. You're just a gnome. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone's speculating on her sexuality. Yeah, she's and you're wet from the infant. womb still. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. A goo goo gaga. Okay, that's, an, that's the kind of weird now. Yeah. Okay. yeah talking about dating and now I'm like, I'm Yeah, it's a weird that you started that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird so, you did that. Can I ask, if you are out, do you ever like flirt with someone you don't know just like at a bar? Like, what do you have moves? 
Uh, I mean, I don't flirt with strangers. Uh, all, the only situation where I would be flirting with someone that I don't know, like from the beginning of that night, is like but basically what I'm saying is I'll only flirt with people that like are friends of friends. You know what I mean? Like right. I would never approach a stranger. Some vibe check has to be passed. Exactly, for sure. In terms of like any kind of like public interactions. Yeah. Um, and I don't really have any moves. Most of it is a lot of eye contact and standing maybe just a little too closely and then mm. a lot of agreeing a lot of yes anding really improv at my core yeah it's yes. improv dating is improv yeah oh because also people like it when you're when they're talking about their thing you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they love that and I when was, you do improv you're constantly fucking it's so true yeah. it's true all the Every, imp improv is just sex you joke but all the improv classes are like i never <laughs> joke Okay, good. I've never joked once yeah. in my life. All oh. the improv classes are just rife with sexual tension. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Although it was really funny. Like one time I was at the BCC doghouse. I was like waiting, I think, to like go into a studio space to like rehearse something. Um, and like one of the instructors had come out that I, I knew like personally. And then they were like, yep, teaching level four, all boys. <laughs> oh. oh. And I was like. So she's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And for me too. No. Yeah. No. Guys rule. <laughs> Guys rule. Guys are awesome. Actually, I take it back given the how the temperature was set about this being a straight pride podcast. So I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna <laughs> recant you're that. You're catching up quick, kiddo. Yeah. You got you straighties. Someone was yeah. a friend of mine was telling me today that she wants to take an improv class because she thinks the teacher's really hot. And I think there's a certain thing about male improv teachers that attracts a certain kind of straight woman mm. i actually don't think i've ever had a straight male improv instructor wow i also haven't taken a ton of like improv in like courses though okay yeah all my experience is from performance yourself you're self-made woman i'm self-made i was about to billionaire say mindset yeah you're was, kind of born this way i was about to say something so me i haven't had any straight male improv teachers oh you're ugly <laughs> <laughs> They just don't let you know. That was so Wow. Wow. Uh, and I would have actually staunchly denied that because yeah. I'm I do think I am pretty. You're gorgeous. You're gonna get a lot of thirst when oh, this yeah. comes out. Oh I no, really you're gonna get a you're gonna lot of thirst. Now that I've said it out loud though, people are gonna be like <laughs> Yeah, that's our fan a base. They're really that, about negging. <laughs> a girl that thinks knows that she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever do you have any memory of like the craziest or like the most memorable thing someone has done trying to flirt with you some of you are just like jesus christ if i'm being completely honest uh no and i and maybe this is like a crazy thing to say but i do think in most situations i am the one that is initiating and flirting and mm. very rarely is it like initiated to me not that it hasn't happened before but like I would say the vast majority of the time, time it's me like making the moves. And also sometimes I would say more often than not, it's like, or more often it's not reciprocated. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't know. I don't God. recall any. How do you work up the courage? Because that's a very courageous thing. I think for regardless of gender, it's just really courageous to be Look the one. Look at her, Lucas. 
Look at yeah, her. Well, if I if looked I look, like that, uh, yeah. I would be going up to plants and flirting with them. I do want to say something, though, is like <clears throat> I've been talking a lot about this in therapy and also with like just, you know, people our age and stuff. I don't really feel like I've like come into myself as like who I am as a person, like not only mentally, but physically, whatever, until probably this year, mostly because I did not get a Dyson Air up until less than two years ago. Oh, Wait, and so I always what are those again. It's it's a six hundred dollar blow dryer that comes with. <laughs> different like attachments oh yes and so i figured out how to give myself a blowout in like 15 minutes your basically. hair looks amazing thank you your hair looks gorgeous thank you yeah. but i am like always doing that and i also like i bleach my hair i have my eyebrows tattooed on my face uh semi-permanently and i also like got my teeth fixed with invisalign like this was all happened in the past like couple of years wow. so i like I truly do think I came from the ugly kid to like awkward kid figuring it out. To, I really don't think I like really blossomed maybe until Were the you last an awkward kid? Uh for sure. I How for so? in elementary school for many years I had I had a dead tooth. <laughs> <laughs> this front one. Um that made me weird. I also What, what did it look like? Was it like black? Fully or like black. a black yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Kids are Sorry, not like that. African American. <laughs> <laughs> so I was okay, a really I awkward just, kid. <laughs> okay, so okay, I don't think that it's talked about enough how many in how many spaces I am the blackest person there. <laughs> like, and that's such a weird responsibility to thrust on someone with blue eyes. That's this is really weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we just had a sod on and he was saying crazy shit the entire time <clears throat> wait there's something wait i'm sorry for interrupting i want to get back to your dead tooth in a sec <laughs> but i want but um mm, oh yeah okay uh i did a, a comedy festival in the past couple weeks where I do, I do a bit that's online. You can see it. Where I, I joke about like my mom calling me the N word. It's made up, but it's like it's a, it's a bit I stand by. And someone involved with one of those festivals came up to me at an after party and said, "Hey, N word." She was white. <gasps> Did not say the N word, but said, "Hey, N word," to me. Oh, and she didn't even say the word. No, 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 no. She said, hey, N word. And like she was she was trying. To, it took me like 30 seconds to realize, oh, she was making a reference to a bit of all the things that you also could like said on stage in your set for that to be the thing that she references to is crazy. And also like, I don't know, people and this is not to give her like benefit of the doubt or anything, but just people in general, strangers, when they word vomit sometimes just trying to make small talk or like make conversation, which some I of the understand shit they say I can, on a human level. I can't <laughs> yes, understand. Absolutely. That. But um, yeah, that is just I'm still hung up on if she said the actual N word or if she said, hey, comma, N word. That, the latter. It wasn't the actual. She did not say the word. I feel like I mean, they're both bad. Oh, you're but, like, yeah. I wish she said it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Well, clearly she wanted to say it. Yeah. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. I absolutely. could tell that she said it. Yeah. Oh, God. In the past. I could, also, I could... the implication there that she is She your had mom. a bump it. That she's your mom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a clear image. I know exactly who this person is now. <laughs> <laughs> she was being like, I'm your mommy. Well, like, then it would have been hard. Well, then it would have been hard and it would have been great. That it would have been. been yeah, then uh, then we wouldn't have an argument. We would be together and in love. So you had a dead tooth. Yes. I had a dead tooth. 
But wait, sorry. One last thing yes. I want to say about like people word vomiting. One of the fa- yes. one of my favorite things that people will say to me, like uh, again, like someone I'm just meeting for the first time, making conversation, whatever, uh, is when especially happening in the summertime a lot. They see my arm and they're and they're like, oh wow, and they're like, did you just get those? <laughs> And like for I don't know if you can see, but it's very clearly like a patchwork, like a sleeve, okay. half sleeve, right? So it's like, no, it's kind of something you accumulate over many years. Well, yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Why do you think someone says like, oh, is that recent? I don't. I think they just panic because yeah, they panic. Oh. as soon as they as soon as they say it, and then I'm like, no. And I'm like, it's something you kind of accumulate over many years. And then yeah. they, and then they're like, they like you could see it in their face that while I'm responding, that they realize how dumb of a question it was. Okay. Um. And but also, it also does come a lot from people who don't have any tattoos. So then the next, uh, like talking point ends up being like, oh, I could never decide. And I'm yeah. like, brother. Mm-hmm. I barely decided. I just went, okay. And I don't have any, I have a pigeon thinking about a pretzel on the back of my arm. Like, do you (laughs) think this was a conscious choice? Like, no, I just kind of pointed at a sheet being like, okay. Yeah. My mom found out about the Yankees tramp stamp this weekend. Uh, give the give me the lowdown. What, um, what happened? She, we were in an IKEA <laughs> arguing. <laughs> <laughs> As you do when you're in an IKEA. <laughs> of course. Okay, sketch comedy premise. Yes, I love what you do. I love how the universe built with so few words. <laughs> yeah, you can see it so clearly now. I can't, right? Go on, go on, go so on. So in this IKEA arguing, yeah. and I'm trying to lift up um, something from the self service section. And I'm wearing like biker shorts and she notices and she goes, that's cute. And she's talking about the tattoo. I was like, oh, yeah, that's uh, she goes, is it real? I was like, yeah, it's real. She goes, great. No more. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you need a hug? No, but what I love about it is the implication that it's like for her, that tattoo's fine, but it's got to be the last one. Wow. What I want is that was her going, okay, you're pushing it, but we're okay. The thing is, it will not be the last one. No. But it will what's interesting is like I started with this tasteful one, the cast iron, and then my mom said, That's gotta be the last one. (laughs) So I think every time I get one, she's get like blackout eyes, you get horns, so many piercings, you become one of those guys. Uh, Who's like, I'm a snake. that extend from your head no they, they you, get like implants yeah. and, and they like point out they get like horns and as stuff. a jewish woman that's really what i want to do is yeah, get exactly. horns. oh yeah tattoos. you just have to wait <laughs> <laughs> and i can say that <laughs> do you mean wait till i'm in hell or wait till they grow in because they're they both bad <laughs> till they grow in that's what i <sighs> so you're an awkward kid <laughs> Yep, I had a dead tooth. <laughs> you yeah. tell we all three of ADHD here. Yeah. I can tell. I don't think I do. Well, maybe You're not. Very, you are a put together person. I'm on Wellbutrin. Mm. Oh, love her. Yeah. Love the her butte? work. Yep. The butte. Yeah. yeah. Butte. Yeah. The butte. Yep. How long you been on the butte? Again, one of those things that has happened to me within the last two years. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, th- I started taking it during COVID lockdown, I think. It w- it would have gotten rid of the dead tooth. And yeah, you know it. what? Yeah, it would have. <laughs> <laughs> or made you feel comfortable with. True. When? Uh, did- yeah. No. Sorry. Go I on, was go just on. gonna say, like, also, 
like I was just a kid that like so technically Chinese is my first language, mm. although I'm dog shit at it now. Uh, I mean, like I'm definitely still better than maybe the average like American born Chinese kid. Like I can converse with my grandparents like conversationally fine, but like anything like I I, I would struggle to like watch a newscast, for example. Interesting. Um, but anyway, that also was something that I feel, feel like I kind of dealt with like culturally just being like, I'm a Chinese kid in in America. What does that mean? Mm. yeah and also i have a dead tooth <laughs> so what did that end up meaning to you like now that you've reflected on it um there was a lot of like self-hatred for a long time i didn't like being asian for a long time i don't think i like really fully accepted it like became like more like now it's like <laughs> i'm brown to be chinese <laughs> whatever it doesn't yep. matter <laughs> but like uh i don't think i really grew to like accept my own like cultural like heritage or like uniqueness probably until college if i'm oh, being wow. honest yeah was there any catalyst or point of change that really like uh, you to change the your last like few years of high school i became really good friends with some of my like asian friends that i'm still friends with like today um and then also when i got to college i joined a college improv team and uh we were definitely a very uh eclectic group of people with all sorts of very varieties of our identities and like all sorts of stuff and so like seeing how like you know, like my friends in that group were so like proudly like loving themselves for all of the things that are deemed as different. I was like me as a very impressionable freshman in college was like, we, yeah, I can do that too, actually. Well, that's yeah. the best. I know. And it, it is very like cutesy. Um, yeah. It's so weird being earnest. Yeah. yeah you should talk no you know but i actually yeah. i love Gay. this yeah. <laughs> yeah not so straight anymore are we mm, yeah. i do love that because i feel like when you make friends with the people who you genuinely love and connect with mm -hmm. you do kind of soak up that energy of like this is how i want to be yeah absolutely and when people are being very confident in themselves it makes you want to do the same 100 mm. yeah. and i i definitely like I could pinpoint definitely like my freshman year of college and like joining the improv team and like seeing that among these people that I really admired, um, especially that were older as well, uh, that I was like, I, I'm going to do that now and I can. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do any sort of performance stuff before joining the improv team in college? I did. I did high school improv. Wow. Early. Yeah. That's brave. Uh, it, it was super random. I like didn't really consciously think about doing it. Like I was like doing plays and stuff like starting in like middle school and like mm -hmm. into high school. And then it was like, I think like my sophomore or junior year of high school I was like trying to get a ride home from my friend and then she was like oh I'm staying after school to like audition for the improv team like I'll drive you home after and she's like you should audition too and I was like okay yeah fuck it whatever and I knew her but in the theater department like I was doing the plays and like taking theater classes so I like did it and then I got in and then I was like okay cool like maybe I'm not like dog shit at this and then, uh and obviously like when you're doing high school improv it's all short form and it's all bad but um the Funny enough, the theater director at my high school at the time that was leading the um, like the improv team, she also is an alum of University of Maryland and also was in the college improv team um, and also was doing like professional improv like in Baltimore at the time. And so like uh, I, she like definitely just by having the space to like do improv in high school like definitely that became like a catalyst for me and then like really liked it a lot and then I joined uh the all-county improv team 
Yeah. All county. All county. So the same way there's all county soccer, all county basketball, there is all county improv in Howard County, Maryland. <laughs> Let's um, fucking nice. go. There's like 13 or 12 high schools and it's two kids from each high school. And we would like meet up once a week. and Like we had, senators from each state? Yeah, exactly. Precisely yes. that. Precisely that. Did you feel like you had to represent your school a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being genuine. I know you are, and that's what makes it so funny. She's going there. She's like, I better not fuck it up. Got to do right by Howard. Demographically, I certainly did, because like my high school was one of the ones that was like notoriously mostly Asian. It was like 32% Asian like mm-hmm. population at the time, so I was like one of the few Asian kids like in the all county improv team. But mm-hmm. I did that for two years, I think. And then I was like, actually, I'm going to say that I'm good at this now. I'm fucking 18 years old. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I did the college improv stuff. I mean, wow. you are good at it. Dare I say. Mm. Hey, thanks. Improv is hard. Dude. Yeah, it's, it is really yeah. hard. Yeah. Improv is like, I, I feel like I- I've been I, thinking about signing up for a class because I need to brush up the fun. skills. I Oh, I remember. Oh, I had so much fun in the yeah. improv classes that I have taken. Yeah. But yeah, I, I am not natural or I'm not sure if it's nature or nurture, but like I am, it's very difficult for me to like let loose and actually feel comfortable. But also, I feel yeah. like it's especially more difficult for stand-ups. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad I have an improv background because it does help with stand-up. Mm-hmm. It helps you like think quicker on your feet, Absolutely. like with crowd work and stuff. Yeah. But when I was doing improv, I felt like all I wanted was to control the scene, mm-hmm. which is what you do on stage mm-hmm. doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I I do wish I had a little bit more of a the ability to let the scene just it's not even about like i fear where someone else will take it it's just i fear things going in a direction i can't control or don't understand i guess yeah yeah for sure oh definitely yeah or like running out of ideas yeah it's uh it's it's a crazy beast to have and also like to do it with people that you trust as well like makes a huge difference um yeah yeah. Have you had experiences with like people that you didn't know that well or didn't trust doing improv and it just like, did it go well? Did it tank? Like, what is the recipe for good improv? Oh, well, I mean, like anytime, like if I do an audition for something and they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing there's an improv portion of the audition. I'm like, OK, well, fuck me. Like doing improv with strangers like sucks because you don't know them. You don't know what their thing is. You don't know whether like they're a selfish player going for the laughs because it's an audition or if they're going to be like a team player to be like, I'm going to showcase that I have good instincts as a team player. And if that means playing like the straight man in the scene so that the fish out of water can shine, then it's like but then that sucks too because then it's like okay well then I didn't get laughs mm. so yeah. that auditions I think is when it's the toughest but I mean like I've I've done like I did a mashup team like a couple weeks ago like it was actually after I did the Sam and Tony show and I stuck around at caveat and we opened up for go dummy like shows like put together um like a mashup team and it was like some like people that I've done improv with before but then also some people I haven't but I knew them as comics that I loved and like you know love being around and playing with in general and like but yeah most of the people in that group I had not done improv with before and we just fucked around and had a good time and that's and that's strictly I think just coming from like us having such a like wonderful community you know yeah. what I mean? oh, that's great yeah yeah oh, that's so, so that yeah. was great that's really fun too like I feel like 
even just outside of the arts, when a group, it, it's it's just not guaranteed that when a big group gets together, everyone will gel. Yeah. But occasionally it happens and you're like, how did the universe put this together? Oh my God. You do yeah. feel a little bit powerful. You feel just like, oh my God, the universe is working in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hasn't happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't happened to you? Nope. No nope. one. Well, you were just at a festival, weren't you? Having was, fun yeah. with the homies. I was having fun with the homies. I was having a good time. I saw time. you. I saw pictures of you hiking. I did. I went. Ha I went hiking with um, uh, with uh, with Tony Sykowski, Hayden Arrington, uh, Sasha Vondi. Hayden's girlfriend was there. She's a delight. It was uh, yeah. We had an amazing time. Wow. I had a, a really good time hanging out in with North them. Carolina. In North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sick. Oh, we had such a good time. I, there was one time we saw this. Um, um, we saw this billboard going past. It was about diabetes blindness. <laughs> what is diabetes blindness? It's, it's like blindness caused by diabetes. Okay, well, I, you have thought was... I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't see diabetic people. I, <laughs> I, was I, I only that. see race. <laughs> I only That's see race. I know. I keep Shout quoting. Shout out to Mia Faith Hammond. Dude. I keep quoting Mia's joke because it's so good. I'm so sorry, Mia Faith Hammond. Follow Mia Faith Hammond. No, but I, I riffed and I said, um, oh, please, um, Mr. Blindness was my father. Call me diabetes. <laughs> I got them to laugh and I was really happy with that. That's so yeah. No, we had an amazing time. We we went hiking. We went on uh, this place called Sliding Rock, which is like a natural water slide Whoa. in uh, near Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I, I felt really I felt really stupid. And shout out to Tony Sykowski because he was very kind to me. When we were planning on going out for the day, we were talking a lot about our hike that we were doing first. And even though in the back of my mind, I knew that we were going to go to Sliding Rock afterwards. I was so obsessed with like getting everything together for the hike. I forgot to bring my swimming trunks. Uh. And Tony Sykowski very kindly let me borrow his like gym shorts uh, that I was able to use at Sliding Rock. He's a kind person. And then and then I watched them afterwards because I felt very guilty. <laughs> but but he's he's a kind soul. Good guy. I he's love the guy. idea that if you didn't feel guilty, you wouldn't have washed them. You yeah, would have just let them sit <laughs> in nature. No, 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 yeah. Let the hawks descend upon them. Uh, fuck Tony. He doesn't need to wear shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's so a big funny. boy. He can get some new ones. You ever go hiking? Um, not, not, no, no, <laughs> you don't I, fuck with fresh air. I, yes, no, not at all. I hesitate saying that so much because I feel like I came from a place that has like so many crunchy granola people that grow up to be like very crunchy granola. Mm. And like, I don't dislike hiking at all. Like I, I love a little tree moment and the cliff moment, you know, and like a, whoa, this is crazy. I love taking edibles and going to the forest. Like oh, I'm a normal person. Um, but like, it's never like my choice. It's always like, I'm going to Shenandoah Valley for my friend's birthday and they're planning a hike and I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to mentally prepare myself to hike. Or if I go visit like my friend that lives in Seattle, like I know all they do is like hike and outdoor activities, in which case it's like, I'm not going to be like a pain. Like I, I, I fully accept like that this is the norm here and I'm going to acclimate to that. And I and I very happily will do so, but never will will it be my idea to be like, guys, should we go on a hike? Never. Mm. I am the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. I would never think to go on a hike myself. Yeah. Someone will always have to suggest it to me. Yes. And then I'll be there and I'll be like, this is really fun. Yeah. yeah. Do this more often. Absolutely. Like I, I have it a great time. It never occurs to me to organize a hiking event either. Yeah. I'd enjoy it when I go, but I it never occurs to me. Okay, yeah. We organize yeah. a hike. It's all Brooklyn comics. We call it 
The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> this is original. Uh, yeah. It starts in a big corn cornucopia. Is that what it's called? Cornucopia is is like the woven thing that you put like fruit in on like the table for well, Thanksgiving. What do they call it in the Hunger Games when they're all about to fight each other? Oh, that is also a cornucopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I'd gotten well, yeah, it wrong. No, you are right. You are okay. right. Yeah, yeah. And and everyone starts there, and then there's a big pile of weapons in the middle, and it's literally just the actual Hunger Games, and everyone just uh, kills each other. What do, you, what, do you, yeah. what do you think? That's a great way to free up spots. Absolutely. <laughs> If there if if there are too many shows, if there are too many mics, if there are just too many comics, fuck it, full send. Let's do it. Let's mm. do it. Yeah, we don't need like a plague. Yeah. Mm. Was yeah. COVID nineteen just... started to get comics out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. Ultimately, she did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> all the comics. Yeah, every we all just get COVID it. COVID is a laughing Buddha psyop. If anything, <laughs> COVID made people think that they could be a comedian because everyone became so online in a sickening way. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm. It was so bad for my yeah. mental health. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. yeah. Just being on online and looking at like, I think there's something that like like people now monetize rage that you have from like being online like um there's like tiktok creators where their whole thing is just like i'm gonna take this weird thing that happened on a show or like in a podcast or whatever and just they're like anything specific on your <laughs> <laughs> well we know what this is really about but but it's like they're like this is what's wrong with this because during COVID, like, I'd be scrolling and be like, yeah, this is really fucked up. This is really fucked up. And I would drive myself crazy yeah. doing that. Yeah. Mm. You know. Doom scrolling. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's Do you want to share with Julia what you were Oh, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas and, Lucas and I almost, well, this woman tried to cancel us because we had Romy Rosner on the podcast who found out Lucas was black halfway through and was like, wait, you're black and Jewish? You should be hotter. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then this girl like made a video that was like, what, uh, yikes. Uh, so I'm black and Jewish, like the guy in the video, and then proceeded to just like explain the joke that Romy had made, which is like black people yeah. are fetishized and Jews are called ugly. It's like, yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> you know, that's all true. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that there's like- an she went to my college. You're kidding. Yeah, we went to the same college. So she knew you personally? No, oh, no, we've no. never met. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But there's just like an economy for that now, and I think that Absolutely. started during COVID lockdown. For mm. sure, for sure. Well, I feel like monetizing anger has been something that like has been done for a long time. Fox News. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, just, sure. yeah or just like even on a grander scale, the idea of like, you know, like, pitting like poor people against each other using race that is yeah. what like the upper classes have like done in this country for such a long time Definitely. it's just a, it's just like it's just a tactic yeah it's not a recent thing yeah it's not a recent thing and i think it's just more accessible with tiktok like tiktok has made any any aspect of media that can be consumed into a short form that can be like and it's more accessible because you can go th the the rate at which you can like digest it is so much faster you know what i mean yeah mm, yeah. yeah but i mean yeah the, the the aspect of like i mean jenna marbles was pretty much a youtuber who was just a hater and like would do like dumb shit on youtube and me as a teenager i was like this girl's funny i liked her too <laughs> i liked her a lot jenna when I, was I, I saw her recent stuff it's very chill oh really her Good recent her. stuff she's literally just she living married her, now i think she's married now and she just has like she has a bunch of dogs Aww. she sets up like little trains for them is, where they all is sit mar marbles dead 
That was Who's... like the first dog that she had. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't probably. know. Mark's probably with Air Bud. But yeah. she's literally just doing like really wholesome vlogs. Slay. And it's like, this is nice. Good for her. This is nice. Do you want one, by the way? I I'm okay. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I like a shortbread cookie. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a, do you have like a TikTok wormhole? Like a part of TikTok that's just like, this is my thing. We talked about this a little bit on my on my radio show a while ago. Yeah. A lot of cleaning content, I remember. Organizational yes. items. And a stuff. lot of uh, cleaning talk. Actually, not as of recently, but there was a period of time I was lo uh, a lot on cleaning TikTok. A lot of like... Um, like just cute toddlers. Um, there's this there there's this one toddler that I watch on TikTok that is like inherently problematic because her dad's a cop. <laughs> but it, the video amazing intro. The, the videos. She's literally a year old, and the videos are like her B mom stands for back the blue. <laughs> it's like of her mom that like takes them of her, and it's just her pretty much just like going about her day and like whatever. And like the mom dubs it over in that like SpongeBob sounding voice of like, "Hey TikTok, here's all the things that I did today to like piss off my mom." And it's like the toddler like throwing a tantrum or like going to get passport photos taken and she's like being really annoying about it but she had two lollipops and then she got like candy in her hair and like yeah. da, da 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 whatever the way the mom narrates it because it's in the spongebob voice like makes it funnier and also she's cursing a lot which cursing is funny but then but like i i don't follow the page because i'm like her dad's a cop i can't <laughs> i can't do that that's hilarious <laughs> but, so i let the algorithm push it to me and ultimately the algorithm <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna love cops in a year <laughs> This, this is you're getting pilled push. you're getting you're blue pill the <laughs> it's it's offset by a little japanese baby boy who loves bananas and all the clips are in japanese and uh that i follow and i will actively be like children are so pure <laughs> he loves bananas he loves them. yeah yeah every time like his parents will do a thing where it's like they're just capturing him on video just kind of like you know like vibing or whatever and then the parent just like kind of holds out a banana and he turns around and he goes <gasps> banana and, <laughs> and like he'll say something in japanese it's like banana achita or something like that i don't know uh but i think it means like there's a banana. <laughs> and then he then proceeds to like eat the banana and it's really cute. And he's like, and he's like, this shit slaps. Well, I, I'm imagining in his brain. His like, this yeah, shit slaps. Yeah, he talks like a rapper in his yeah. brain. Yo, this banana goes hey, fucking hard, dude. Hard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm fucking up this banana This big banana time. is based. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of um, like uh, when I had TikTok, I deleted it because I was just like, this is sucking up all my time because uh -huh. I, I was like addicted to yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I was I was watching a lot of Twilight theory. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because people haven't let it go, and one I one of my kidneys I've just died like... when she said that. <laughs> Which one? Lefty. Uh, I never liked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a whore. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Talk about. Did, did you like? Uh, did you like? You like Twilight? my left kidney? I... Did you like Lucas's left? <laughs> I like your left kidney, and I'm sad that she's gone. It's all right. I fully. D like just avoided the entire Twilight thing when I was wow. in the straight yeah. pride, straight <laughs> pride. If I'm being honest, it's because I've never really liked uh like fantasy stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, mm. I never. I for that same reason, I like haven't watched Game of Thrones. Like I, I also I, have not watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it's really weird. For some reason, anytime there's like vampires, zombies, dragons involved, I'm just like, I'm good. 
Yeah. yeah. To call Twilight Fantasy is such a stretch. So yeah, fair, you, so you fair. You did kind of lump a lot of groups together in like an uncle way. So, so true. No, and I get that. And I 100% have You and the LMNOP group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, in fan, when it comes to fantasy, there's just too many letters. I've seen enough clips of it online that I'm like, I should really just watch it because it's so campy and like culturally relevant. Uh, and maybe one day I will, but I'll probably get high and watch it and be like, fuck yeah, I did that. Um, but one thing I will say just like about the TikTok thing is uh, I was saying this to Lucas that I'm not addicted to TikTok. I've been on it for a long time. And for some reason, I've just never been addicted to it the way I am addicted to Instagram. Mm. That's yeah. a flex. Which I'm is also crazy. addicted to Instagram. Because yeah. so many people are like, I'm, I'm on, on TikTok all the time. And I, I, like, I kind of understand that, though, because like yeah. I think like Instagram, we are on more just in the comedy community. Yeah. Just like it just naturally, I think a lot of more people are on Instagram than for they are sure. on TikTok. And it just it has... It's just a it's slightly better of a hub. maybe. Yeah. And also I need to make sure that every single person that I think is hot is also looking at my Instagram stories. That's so important. And they're looking sometimes. Hell yeah. They here's are. a here's an intimate question. Ooh. What is your explore on Instagram? I think it's like mostly baby animals like monkeys and like uh, <laughs> there are slug people that I'm al always sending like cute alligators and monkeys and stuff like that. Matt Albino being one of them. We love Matt Albino. We love Matt Albino. Um, Bless up. Yeah. And <laughs> who famously is <laughs> ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I've never heard her last name said. <laughs> I think that's the way it's pronounced. I actually am thinking about it. That might be the first time I've said it out loud. Let's go through every possible pronunciation right now. It's spelled <laughs> Let's dox her. Oh. <laughs> Can we take that out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so um baby alligators. Yeah, baby mm. monkeys, baby alligators, baby pigs, baby ducks, oh. puppies obviously. Oh, do you do you fuck with like the videos of like puppies interacting with babies? That's a great that's a great interaction. That's I don't get a ton of those. I mostly get a lot of like animals interacting with each other. Uh like I love like when like a like a, like a duck and like a, a dog are friends. Oh, like unlikely animal friends. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched it? Like a Charlotte's web if you will. Oh. Lore. Huh. Call, call me Charlotte the way I be up in this web. What the f what? Okay. Impin? Wait, impin Should we clap? No, up in this web. Oh, up in this web. What did you think I said? That your kidney really is gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a thing that my dad used to say. Anytime he like made a joke, he would be like, you see? Kidneys. He like <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh, some freak shit i love yeah. that um yeah, you un unlikely them. animal friends is a great show mm -hmm. um but w w I, I watched with my ex during covid i think i've told this story on the pod before but um there's an episode that's a human and a horse are friends and you wouldn't think that that's an unlikely friendship because that happens a lot but the thing is this horse is the human service animal whoa it's a okay. service pony and the horse rides the bus with the person to work every single day. And they interview the bus driver. <laughs> and you can tell the bus driver is just absolutely beleaguered by all of this. And he doesn't really know what to say. How is that logistically possible? Is there a trailer? It's like a pony. It's like oh. a small pony. But like, oh. no, there's no trainer. It's just raw dogging. Wow. Or should I say raw horsing yeah. around? Raw hide? Straight pride. Straight pride. That, okay, how, 
would I'm, I'm imagining the horse would be very uncomfortable having to like duck and like not move while in the bus. I agree. Wait, how big of a horse? It's is like it? a pony. It's like it's a small. Okay, horse. it's not. Okay, it's not that big. All it's right. not a huge horse. But my favorite part: they interview this bus driver, and he's just absolutely done with every. He's just so deadpan, and the 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 clip they get from him is he just goes. I don't know. I think it's great to have a horse on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a me answer. Uh, yeah. That's so I would just be like, yeah, it's it's yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, that man just needs a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so badly. Yeah. yeah. He's just a guy doing a job. Yeah, he really is. Oh my is. God. This Aren't is, we all? Th this is where we need unions to come and be a little bit stronger. You <laughs> yeah. should be paid more for driving a pony around. <laughs> That's yes. true. It's not That's just so an, it's not just by the hour. You're dealing with a horse. The Teamsters have to do something about this. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. This is what the writer strike is for. I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Imagine it's like SAG, WJN, then just one bus driver be like, I have to drive a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, AI can't drive your pony around. Nuh-uh. No. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. I've been uh -uh. asking ChatGPT for emotional advice. How's that been going? Honestly, very good. Okay. More than anything, it's just being like, hey, you can relax. You're 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 not weird for having that worry. It's just it's nice. Yeah. What kind of worries? Oh, just like, oh, is it okay to not expect a, a text back or should I be expecting it's like, yeah. <gasps> I hate that. Can I know. Can we try it right now? <laughs> oh, no, seriously, you can. It's they're ChatGPT is actually very good. Do you uh do you have any worries right now? Oh. Uh just in general? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh yeah, what's going on? I have a UCB audition tomorrow, which yes. I am a little worried about. Oh, shit, what what for? Um, for their for their new characters, welcome Betty. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I mean they're literally auditioning like thousands of people, so like wow. you know I'm trying to be realistic with myself, but also you know an audition's an audition. I have a new Facebook friend suggestion, Sam Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're listening. she's listening. They're listening. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, the same worries as everyone else, right? Is uh. Hmm. Do people like me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We should <laughs> so let's ask Chat GPT. Yes. Do people like Julia Zen? Um I can I can do it right now. <laughs> oh my Is god. It, do people do... like Julia Zen or should we be like from Julia's perspective, like specifically worrying about <laughs> what like what... Okay. Imagine I'm Julia Zen. <laughs> Are you spelling my last name correctly? Yes. Okay, good. I got it. Slay. Don't worry, with a Q. <laughs> um, do people like me? Wow. As a friendly helper, I don't have the ability to make generalizations about people's feelings towards you, specifically Julia. So that's a no. Because I don't have personal interactions or experiences. However, I can tell you that being liked by others often depends on personal conduct, kindness, understanding, and respect <laughs> towards others. If you embody these characteristics, it's likely that you are well liked by oh, others. Oh, she hates you. <laughs> That's the kind of answer of a human gave. I'd be like, she hates me. If someone said something like that to me that was that diplomatic, say I, a slur instead. I literally, yeah. I would, I would just be like, you should have just shot me in the head with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Imagine you. Have, do people like me? Well, being liked is uh, there's subjective. a lot of variables to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so subjective. What is being liked? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> ChatGPT is like the new magic eight ball. I feel like it. Oh, it totally is. Yes, I think it's. Uh, but I think the magic eight ball was a little bit better. Yeah, Outlook not good. Way more. Way more clear. Okay. Yeah. Way more clear. 
Do you Fair have anything enough. you specific you want to ask the 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 GPT the Gupit the Gupit um hmm I oh you're really putting me on the spot here mm. yeah usually it's more of a yes and but today it's a yes and you uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I guess oh you could ask it if I'm gonna have a bad time when I go to China in September Ooh. <laughs> oh you're going to China in September <laughs> yeah imagine I'm Julius <laughs> for and for for reference I am Chinese I am Chinese <laughs> I am a Chinese American improviser <laughs> girl girl improviser <laughs> a girl improviser, female girl improviser. A f- improviser no 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 an improviser female yes improviser <laughs> female. female um i love my friends i just want to give it as much context absolutely about you That's as good. Yeah, 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 yeah. i love my friends and i'm fun and this one baby on instagram that loves bananas yes love absolutely. that dude i love watching babies on tiktok <laughs> and instagram <laughs> um anyway am i going to have a fun time who are you visiting in china my family which is yeah. why it's like you know no matter Ooh. how extravagant the adventure yeah. or the journey if you're still visiting family you're visiting yeah. family you know do you have friends in china who you may also see as well absolutely not no it's just family just family, just family. Okay. yeah just family ex- yeah. so let's say my extended family in china yeah like my grandparents and pretty uh, much anyone else that's not my media family for sure including <sighs> my grandparents yeah all right i'm typing it in it sounds like you have an okay this is nicer it sounds like you have a vibrant and fun-loving personality julia Visiting your extended family in China, including your grandparents, could be a wonderful experience. You'll likely have a great... This is presumptuous. You'll likely have a great time reconnecting with your roots. Okay, racist. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean reconnecting with my roots? Sharing (laughs) laughter and creating memorable moments with your loved ones. Just be yourself and embrace the adventure. The problem with ChatGPT is it always sounds condescending, even when it's being nice. For sure. (laughs) None of that's true. <laughs> I'm gonna have to inherently hide multiple aspects of myself. Most notably, like I'm gonna try to wear long sleeves and pants the whole time because I, if they see how many tattoos I have, I will never oh. hear the end of it. Mm. Uh, and immediately, like off the bat, it's gonna be comments about like, "Oh my God, you look this way. You you look this way. You were this shape before, and now you're this shape. Oh, no. And like, oh, what are you eating? You're not eating enough. What that kind of tattoos thing. coming into play? Are they gonna be talked about? Uh, I'm going to try to avoid it as much as possible to right. like keep it covered up and just like leave that entirely out as like a talking point. But like mm. I'm there for two whole weeks. So like that's that's a hefty in New trip. York times. That's a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In it's New York year. years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it going to be like warm there? Or? It's going to be like mid-September. My dad was saying that it's still going to be pretty warm. My mom is saying that it'll be li- maybe a little bit cooler. I might be able to get away with like short sleeve t-shirts that maybe like go down to here and like cargo pants you know okay Okay. we'll see we'll see yeah when was the last time you were there 2019 2019 um i've gone back very often so i'm very familiar with it all and it ultimately is still city so it's like you know i'm used to that kind of landscape but it just kind of sucks because like 
fully in a different, the opposite time zone. So I can't really talk to my friends that much. And like, I don't have my streaming services, which famously HBO, oh. Netflix, Hulu, that is like essentially my third dose of Wilbutrin. Like that is yeah. like a coping <laughs> mechanism. And you um, can't use Instagram, right? Yeah. Instagram is banned. Oh, so if I want to use Instagram or any of the social media, I would need, you need uh, a, guy. a VPN. Yeah. <laughs> a, a guy. Like you a need VPN. a guy. Yeah. Um, but VPNs you have to like pay for. So then I'm almost like, maybe it's better if I just kind of go dark off Instagram for two weeks because mentally that's probably good for me and also like I would feel worse if I knew about what I'm missing out on you know what I mean like when I was literally in Italy for a week like having the time of my life like never been in Italy before in the most gorgeous place I've ever been to in Lake Como like admiring my view from the Airbnb that is literally on like a mountain that oversees like Lake Como and I was like this is beautiful gorgeous amazing and I'm like looking through Instagram stories and my friends are at a wet improv show in someone's backyard in Bed-Stuy and I was like wish I was there right now <laughs> <laughs> which isn't true why but was the like, improv show wet because uh, I was there ah get it straight podcast yes um <laughs> straight part. um but it, it was uh, it was like I think not like other girls was like hosting like just like a little like backyard like gotcha. peak July peak June July like kind of like yeah. you know extravaganza I want to know are you able to like go out on because you say where which city are you gonna be in? I'll be in Beijing for the first like few days five days, six days, and then I go to Shanghai. And oh. then I'm there. Shanghai is way better than Beijing, okay. by the way. If you're I'm not gonna comment there. on that. Yeah. I <laughs> are, whatever you say. Are you <laughs> Are you able to take like just some day trips on your own to just go see some sites, do some stuff on your own? So I'll be with my mom. So she and I, so inherently I'll have more liberties because I'm with her. But when I went alone in 2019, it was really tough because like growing up, I would always go with family and it was me always as a kid and I always needed a chaperone. Um, And so like once even what, like after I had graduated college, I was like, you know, 22 and like trying to just like do shit on my own. They pretty much wouldn't let me because they'd be like, you don't know shit about being here. And they would be like, you're going to get murdered or robbed or da 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 da. And I'm like, that's crazy. I literally lived in Europe on my own for like four months, lived in Chicago on my own for like three months and like currently like live in a city. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, just shit like that. And um, yeah, so I was very much like, imprisoned in my grandparents home or also if I did manage to like slip away and like go out like with my aunt or something like it would be like six o'clock seven o'clock and my like 95 year old grandmother would be like if you don't come home right now if you don't if you don't come home right now (laughs) just you know like and it's like I don't want to increase the heart rate of a 95 year old woman I don't want that blood on my hands oh my god I'm getting stressed out thinking about it yeah no exactly she will not hesitate to to uh threaten that and this is the healthiest woman ever like she has all of her teeth she has a full head of hair no dead teeth yeah and she like has a she's a little cane but she can she can walk for miles like this is a woman that is going to live forever what's her secret being Chinese, mm. <laughs> I should try it. Yeah, I know. Should yeah, try yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Have uh, you heard of this? Uh, it's all the right. I've heard of it, but it's hard yeah. to. It is like such an asshole thing. But people are like, "Oh my god, your skin is so good," and I'm like, "It's mostly genetics." Yeah, like, obviously, it's like I can buy all the products I want, but like most of the time, it's just genetics. Yeah, I can't yeah. relate. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you beautiful genetics. No, 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 no. My skin is terrible, dude. Terrible. It looks great today. Oh, thank you. No, but I no, I, I'm so acne prone. You do it's have terrible. small ears. I do. <laughs> we weren't even talking about ears, Gabby. 
but I, I've noticed she a lot to of say it. She's, I've that's never been thought that until recently. Time. I've never thought that, that my ears were small until recently. They and look that, proportionate. And, like, and no, they're not. All that's the better the thing. to not listen to women with. Yeah. Oh, th- thank fucking God. Straight I don't podcast. have to listen to those things blabber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, too far. <laughs> I'm already the minority. We're two women. Notice <laughs> I said things. That was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you said. <laughs> As a straight woman, I like I like just being not a person. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm a guy's girl. Hey. You're a guy's girl. Oh, my God. You're not like other girls. Mm-mm. You're a guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a quick... <laughs> I just thought of a fucked up thought. The most insane pick me being a trans man, the way he'd announce it is he'd be like, I'm not like other girls. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like other girls. Because I'm a guy. <laughs> and that's it. And then I just walk up. That's you know, how I should introduce myself. I've been saying it's like, sometimes people be like, Gabby's a guy's girl. It's like, what happened to just being butch? Is that allowed? <laughs> Can we do that? Uh, Is that okay? The, the people who are saying that, though, simply do not have the language to know to say butch. And Whatever say happened to just being like, hey, I'm not into drama. <laughs> I am into drama, though. <laughs> I love me some drama. Yeah, I love me you some do. You love yourself some drama. But I also love crafting. Something that I have noticed, like, with dating uh, currently mm. is that green flags that I look out for are men who, like, mostly hang out with women. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, j- like, inherently, they just seem like better people. Yeah. I... I firmly believe this i may recant this later but right now i firmly believe that when women get canceled mm. yes yeah ultimately every other day when we do yeah. get canceled yeah i i realized recently that i haven't hung out with mainly guys in a very long time okay girls guy yes <laughs> and but i saw transformers rise of the beasts with nico catania and alex taubin and it was one of the best nights of my life. Fuck yeah. It was so special. <laughs> and then I got together with them and Geo Yankee to see The Flash. And it was even better. Uh, I was like, I forgot how nice it is to just hang out with some nice autistic boys. They're just, they're great. <laughs> they're so good to hang out with. It's, I just, I felt seen. It was my, tr- I, I just, I felt great. I love hanging out with autistic boys. They call me, I'm not a guy's girl. I'm an autistic guy's girl. <laughs> 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 you're a lego piece it's <laughs> beautiful i do think it's interesting because i meet a lot of men who like hate hanging out around other men because men will say things to them that are so like disgusting about yeah, people for sure and they'll just have to sit there and be like i have to pretend to be okay with this and it's the kind of stuff like people wouldn't say around us you know? oh absolutely like something that i've heard like one of my guy friends say is like He's like, I don't, I don't want to have to apologize for my friends. Like, that, what a shitty situation to be in. You know what I mean? Which is like yeah. so fair. And most of the time, the apologists, the like, yeah, the the male apologists are always excusing behavior of like their friends because they're like, that's my boy. He would never. It's like, well, he just did. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. <laughs> I had that. I had a moment like that last week where I was getting breakfast with some comedians, all guys, uh-huh. and uh, we had like a nice enough time, but just like. It's just the way they were talking about like women on Instagram. They were like, they were talking about this comic and, and they're like, Oh, the one with huge tits. And they're like, yeah, the one with huge tits. And they were, it was just so immediate. And like, I started like looking around to see like, is anyone looking this way? I was just, I immediately got so embarrassed. Mm. It was just, it just, 
ugh, it was like a very very icky but i was like invited there i'm like this is new new city new i wish environment. they wouldn't I talk to... about me that way yeah uh-huh yeah. that's so inappropriate because that would only be the second thing i say about a woman the first thing being that her brain is beautiful yeah <laughs> obviously and smooth and smooth yes. yeah Mine i like when smooth. a woman's uh tits are in her brain yes <laughs> tits. <laughs> tits up here. hey hey my tits are up here, uh, up here. okay yeah. they're actually are... in here yeah 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 the real tits friends we made along the way Oh, there it is. I think before we go I to listener submissions, are there yeah. any other like green flags you look for? Oh, yes. Oh, and men? <laughs> it's a short list. Right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? They're all they're all such wild cards. Yeah. Just has a female friend. That's <laughs> that's the, the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. I've been opening on hinge with are you a fun person, which is kind of a really crazy question. I love that question. How no, would you no. respond if you were posing that question? I'd be like, question? fuck yeah, I'm fun. Exactly. And then I, I would fall in love immediately with whoever sent me that. Yeah, I'd what? be saying yeah. that. I would just say no. <laughs> yeah, someone did say that and I just didn't respond. I was like, okay, well, you give me my answer. So that's fine. And then, some, and then one time some guy was like, it just asked me a question back and was like, are you fun? Are you spontaneous? And I was like, I literally asked you a question and you did not answer it. So I hate you now. <laughs> you just proved to me that you don't listen to me. So that's like those improv mm. exercises where you have to respond to a question with a question <laughs> to show like that you shouldn't ask questions in an improv scene. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Hinge is like improv. I can't do that questions game. I'm just like, oh, I should answer. I'm like, I'm too genuine. I'm so yeah. I was like, oh, I should answer. This person's asking you're me a you're question. A good egg. So fair. Yeah. 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 I'm a, yeah. yeah. So I guess that's all to say I really only have one green flag on the checklist, but I have multiple red flags. What the are checklist. the red flags? Oh, I mean, the classic ones is like, does does he ask questions? Mm. Like, uh, just does he like sports which is it can be interpreted in many ways um there are some good guys that like sports and there are some bad bad guys that like sports um esports esports honestly if they're in like fantasy leagues and stuff like that that i err more on the side of that's a that's a bit of a bit of a red flag okay Okay. i am in a fantasy baseball league (laughs) i hope you know (laughs) it's a very wholesome time it's me and like uh, it's me, my friend Mark, my friend Joseph, my friend Zach, and then the rest of the league is all in their forties, and they're all dads. And are they your friends too? We're we're, we're like, well, the other guys I've met, but they're like virtual friends. One wow. of them, the league commissioner Alberto, is this doing anything for you? <laughs> I'm learning so much. I actually don't think Alberto's a dad, but he is in his forties because he told me that he's a bi king. Okay. I kind Slay. of love okay. that's why I'm his I'm kind of his de facto assistant commissioner and he and I run the damn league like the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Two by legends running the league. That's so slay. Love that. Oh, together you make one straight person. Uh is that how that works? Yeah, two buys make one straight. Yeah. One straight oh. and one gay. Yes. Oh I've I was never good at math. Cause bisexuals aren't. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are comedians, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say one more thing about people who like sports, uh-huh. which is um, I've been thinking a lot about the trope of like the woman who pretends to like sports for a man and the man is like dismissive of it. But uh-huh. it's like, God forbid somebody takes interest in a thing you like. No, literally. Yeah. Yeah. But You're then, an empath. Yeah. <laughs> and say that. And say that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking about this one time. I had a 
my I had a roommate. I, I lived with this guy, and he started um, like seeing one of my old coworkers, and I knew her very well. She was like a wild party girl. Like she one time had me dress up as a um, like a bride to be, so we faked a bachelorette party at a bar to get like free drinks. Wow! And then this guy tells me, "Oh, I'm dating you know this old coworker of ours," and um, she's also really into meditation. And I had this thought where I was like, you fucking dumbass. No, she's not. <laughs> this is a girl pretending to be into sports for woke guys. Like, yeah. there's no, she's that girl who cleaned mud off my shoes at 3 a.m. is into meditation. No, the fuck she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to fuck you. Open your eyes. Oh I know. I would say that. I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Men, men are so stupid. Yeah. I could, I could, if Kidneys. I'm fucking, yeah. Tits. You could tell a guy anything. Oh, yeah. I'm also really into planting rhubarbs or whatever. Like, if that's what they like. That's how you get in with me. That's how, uh, that's how you flirt with me. Why? Like, I'll be like, you want to, you, you want, you want to plant rhubarb? She's like, not really. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. My God, no, that's yeah. so fair. Women do do the, yeah. I, I, but I admire that entirely. I yeah. would never do it. I would never lie like that. Because I'm so earnest to a fault sometimes yeah. on dates, especially. I've lied. I've taken an interest in stuff I wasn't interested in to try to try to get something going. Yeah. yeah. Like I, what? Poetry. Whoa. I would was, never. Yeah. That was, <laughs> there's only so much effort in the world. There's. Yeah. Brutal. That, yeah. That. Whew, that's a. Oh, that would that would be like I would be really like taking a lot out of myself to pretend like I like poetry. Oh yeah, no. I'm really good at ignoring what my body tells me though. It's all good. The idea that your body was having a visceral reaction. Oh, it was. Uh, oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> Being like, I can't even read this Mary Oliver poem. I'm in so much pain. Yeah. My kidney was under a lot of stress before yeah. it died. All right. It's been through a lot. Okay. It's been through a lot. Yeah. It's been yeah. the sacrificial lamb many a day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, shall we get into our listener submission? Okay. So today we have one listener submission from someone who, it's a long one. Okay. But um, th the idea was that we generally give pretty good advice. Okay. I don't know that that's true. So I think they want our advice. Okay. It's going to be a rough I'm day. I'm famously with this great girl. at giving advice. Yes. You are? Yes. I am a, a friend that often, and uh, I am a friend that often gets brought in as a mediator. Interesting. You, you do have a good neutral, like, um, sort of a sobering quality for a fraught situation. I would for turn a to fraught situation. Yes. <laughs> Should I be in the IRS or something? <laughs> I, for a second, I thought you said in the IDF. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Should we just name all the other three-letter acronyms that are bad things? Yeah. Um, IRA. IRA. What are Sam Schaefer's initials? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so kidding. <laughs> we were talking about your name earlier. We can cut this out as well. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> no, this one's not getting cut out. <laughs> no, Sean's taken. I love this. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you want to? Yeah, wanna I can. It? I can. I can take it away. We can take turns okay. as well. All right. No. Okay. Here we go. First. First bit. Hello there. I have been listening to the podcast for a year, but I've never had something to submit until now. I figure that your advice is pretty good, and I really need to know what to do. Anyways, I have been part of a rock band with some friends for almost two years now. 
Our lead guitarist sort of acts as a sort of leader, and almost every time we practice, it is over at their house. Usually I would be fine with this, except her mother is really hard to deal with. She's one of those people who will just talk for hours at a time, and that usually wouldn't be a problem for me. The real problem is that she has been very insecure about herself since high school. She is in her late 50s. Whew. And has a lot of trauma from her never being good enough for anyone, especially her mother. This has led to her being very insecure with her doing anything that could upset anyone to the point that she will literally break into tears over the slightest hint that you are annoyed with her. <laughs> she, she also wasn't able to have as many kids as she wanted, which has made me and my other friend her sort of surrogate kids. While that doesn't sound like a bad thing, it is because she literally knows everything about our lives. Who? Okay, first off, you're writing this very clearly, and I want to give you points for that. You're a very clear writer. Because that and is not always the case. No. It's There's not no always the case. You are very good at this, and I want to commend you. But, wow, that is a... You're a very perceptive person. You're very mature. Absolutely. And, like, and seeing all of this, and, like, yeah. that's... It's very nuanced. Ooh, do you want to... Do you want... So, yeah. second page? Um, I came out as yeah. transgender, male to female, to my friends last spring, and she, the mom, immediately wanted to help me out by getting me bags upon bags of women's clothing that weren't even close to fitting me. She literally knows about every single small detail of my transition. I had an endocrinologist appointment that I hadn't talked to anyone about, and she wished me good luck on the day of my appointment. She will also tell us that she loves us and will hug us all the time. I also need to mention that her texts are insanely long, and she texts me and my friend at least three times a week. A typical message from her will have have over 1500 characters in it and she expects us to answer back within a day or else she will think we are really mad at her and tell her daughter the leader friend to ask us if we are mad at her she's also put some serious trauma onto her daughter because the mother acts in the same manipulative way with her not only that but uh her dad is insanely controlling and we are 100 sure he has an undiagnosed form of high functioning autism that he will not get checked on this puts my friend in the position of having to walk on eggshells with her parents, and she is constantly worried that something will break or upset either of them. She keeps on ignoring this behavior and dismissing it by saying that her parents are just OCD and Italian. <laughs> Strike three. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. Oh, wow. oh my, oh my God. God. Her closest Italian uh. relative is her third great grandfather. Oh, so she's not even that Italian. She's just being like, oh, my parents are just Italian, but they're barely Italian. Oh, that's the. Oh, yes, oh yes, okay. I get it. So she's a fraud. Uh, smell that off a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. There's no pasta smell. <laughs> Me and my other friend feel really uncomfortable with the mother. No tomato sauce stains on the shirt. <laughs> like we are her children so we told her this in a text message and she sent a text about how she would literally change herself and never talk to us again so we would be happy she keeps oh on God. asking what she should do to make us happy and i have no for clue uh clue how to go forward with this or respond to her how the fuck am i supposed to respond to this holy shit okay this it's, it's go on go on no i was just gonna say first of all what it what a batshit situation to be in like that is yeah. crazy um and also the fact that it's like not your own parents it's like your f very good friends parents which like you know for a lot of people like that is like your pseudo family you know what i mean so it's like but it's just way more complicated because you're not blood related in which case it's like 
you know, I, obviously everyone's family situations are different, but like in mine, for example, like I would pretty much forgive any kind of behavior because I'm like, we are blood related. Like I have to, but I mean, in a situation like this, I, like I, it would, I, I feel like at this point for everyone's sanity, it needs to be like a sit down and just be like, Hey, these are my boundaries. Like, I love you and care about you deeply. But, you know, and it can be vague too. It can be like, I have these other things going on about me that like maybe you aren't familiar with or don't know about and I'm not comfortable talking about it right now. But, you know, like just essentially making it very clear that it's like, hey, I'm, it might take me a while to respond to your texts or or like, you know, hey, sometimes I, you know, I'm so, I'm really, really busy and I can't always like be there. You know what I mean? And like that sounds really shitty to say, but also it's like ultimately a lot of this stuff, a lot of like people intruding and like overstepping or sorry, overstaying their welcome, I think is a better mm. way to put it is because like the boundaries are not known or explicit. It, but in normal situations, it's like I shouldn't have to be explicit because most, you know, not to say this woman is abnormal, but she does sound abnormal. But like most normal people like know, have an instinct of like when that boundary is. So like clearly she doesn't have any clue. Um, it's so very delicate, though. And like yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do take any kind of action in terms of like talking to the mother like privately or or one off without first going to the friend to be like, is this OK? You know, it's also I'm wondering, like from the that this mom's point of view, she's probably thinking, oh, my God, one of my daughter's friends is trans. I, like, I don't know anything about this submitter's parents but maybe she's like oh my god this is my chance to be the parent she can't uh they what's the gender of the person submitting um i'm she came not sure i guess they okay they, like this mom is like oh my god maybe maybe their parents are not as accepting and she's like i can be the parent uh -huh. that this person needs yeah and so in that sense almost they're sort of like because like obviously like trans people is nothing new but like it is sort of a the way it's talked about is a new phenomenon. For and sure. so she's like sort of doesn't know what the boundaries are and is sort of just trying to do. Absolutely. What she, that's probably how she's rationalizing. For sure. Thinking. Oh, for sure. And yeah. And definitely just like, again, overcompensating because she's yeah. probably like very insecure as, as this person said, but um, yeah. I, also in the, in the short term, maybe you guys can find some morals to practice that might help a little bit. Some physical distance might help mm. as well. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously that's a tough thing to do. Cause usually that, that means shelling out money for like a rehearsal space. But you know, even if it's like short term, just to kind of wait, get, get the waters to settle a little bit before yeah. making like further movement, you know? I'm thinking yeah, of like yeah. church basements, you know, like yeah. like where improv groups literally like practice. No, literally, yeah. Um, then again, it's a rock. I'm like wondering like how much the noise can you make? It's yeah, difficult. It's really There's difficult. a lot going into this. There are like dedicated band rehearsal spaces. Mm -hmm. Even if you have to, if you're not in a city, you have to drive out for it a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also think what you said about setting boundaries is really smart because yeah. I think a lot about how like children often feel responsible for their parents. Because I think Absolutely. I felt that way a little bit growing up. I definitely up. feel that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where like if you if you like hurt your parents' feelings, it's just the end of the world. But you can set a boundary in a way that isn't aggressive. No. Like you can sit someone down and say, you text me three times a week. I don't text anyone three times a yeah. week. I don't yeah. like to text very much. Yeah. I love you, 
So I would like to text exactly this much. Yeah. yeah. And part of it is just being like, hey, don't feel bad. Like, yeah. I, this is something I'm doing in service of our relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be having this conversation with yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. Because if you didn't love this woman on some level and yeah. like, see her as like a wacky second mom, like you wouldn't even care about this exactly. situation. Yeah. You would just ghost the fuck out of her. Exactly. It's also the person submitting... I think really sees like this mom's motives and understands how much like however perverted it is there is so much love there for sure and like knows that this person has the best of intentions but they need yeah. like some help guiding it in the healthiest way I think this Absolutely. is a really beautiful submission because like I think it really speaks to the heart of like people just don't always act perfectly yeah like yeah. people are difficult yeah but people want to love each other yeah and it's just like finding a way ultimately for this woman to give you the enormous amount of love she wants to give you without completely overwhelming you in terms yeah. of like donating clothes sometimes my mom will give me clothes i don't want and don't need because it makes her feel like a better mother and i don't want them and i've asked her to stop multiple times mm -hmm. at some point if you can't set the boundary like i just donate the clothes yeah mm -hmm. you know for sure yeah. nope no one's the wiser yeah that's, that's my mom with chocolate i keep telling her i don't need any more chocolate on my birthday she always gets me a chocolate orange well, she can very, uh she mom. can give that to me yeah uh, <laughs> look yeah. um i will have one <laughs> yeah go for it please go for it they're very nice the but, uh um, yeah the boundary setting thing has been something that like i i i've been more trying to be more like conscious of because like so I there's this uh, uh, therapist that I follow on Instagram. Her name is like, I think it's Nadra Tawab. I've actually never said her name out loud before because I just mm -hmm. follow her on Instagram. But it's like N-E-D-R-A-T-A-W-A-B, I think. Maybe two W's. But um, but she is wonderful and like always is like doing these like small talks or like uh, infographics about like how to set boundaries. And like, you know, if, if, if you see that somebody is reacting a certain way after you've been very clear mm -hmm. about your boundaries – and like, obviously it's like, she's saying this in a way where it's like, don't be an asshole about like saying your boundaries. Like you were saying, like there is a way to do it with like care and like sensitivity, but like, and, and also making your tensions known too. Right. It's like, if it, if it's truly like, I'm doing this for the sake of the relationship and I care deeply about you and I'm doing this because I think it will genuinely make our relationship better. And the person still is not receptive to that. Then ultimately the fault is on that person and nothing you can do is going to make them feel better until yeah. they work on themselves. And that yeah. sucks. And you can do everything in your power to like try and get that the person get that person the help that they need. But ultimately if it's like if people are not willing to go to therapy or like reflect or anything like that, then uh, I feel bad saying it that that it's a lost cause, but it's like you're an adult and you have your own liberties and I can't tell you what to do yeah. or force you to do anything. Yeah. A couple things. One, like you may you're going to have a conversation probably. Yeah. With this with this woman and do not have in your idea what success looks like with this working out. Yeah. You yeah, definitely true. don't do that. Keep it in mind. Like you are going to say what you need to say. Yeah. You're going to say it confidently and you're going to say it kindly yeah and then whatever response you get is that's that's on her yeah and that what you will have done that's that's your success is yeah. that you got the words out because just even having that confrontation is it's not easy 
And also, I was, and this, this might be like my type A personality coming out. And this is also a very common like therapy like tactic or thing, which is like to write a letter to the person um, mm. because and, and writing, you don't have to send it, obviously, but it's like you get all the things out that you want to say. And also I've found it helps to to prepare yourself for an in-person conversation, because then after you have all of this letter like written out, you know which parts you actually want to say and which parts are actually like actually the these things are my problem and not theirs. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's so yeah. smart. I, yeah. I always, I try to do that in my life. Anytime I have something that needs to be just writing it out ahead yes. of time, just to like air everything out. So it's not in the moment that I'm first saying those words. Exactly. Writing yeah. a letter to someone. It's the coolest. I did this uh, workshop once where um, I had to write a letter to someone I'd had a challenging relationship with. And then I had to write a different letter that was from that person to me in response to the letter. Whoa. Oh, whoa. And That's I, cool. And that was really interesting because it helps you get into the mind of someone whose motives you'd like. I find often like when I get in a fight with someone, it's because I genuinely don't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. And it probably comes off pretty dismissive because yeah. I'm like... I don't get your motives at all here. Yeah. Like you're being irrational. Yeah. Which is not the thing you should say to people. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And that's tough. And I was going to say too, like there might be some benefit in trying to anticipate how she might react and then like being prepared with responses there. But also at the same time, like, uh, I, I don't know, like a lot of like these conflicts with other people too. And she probably feels this way a lot, which is that she is unwilling to accept the fact that she does not have control over other people, which is why she freaks out yeah. all the time. And I think most people who are able to like get through conflicts with friends is because they accept the differences and accept the fact that they can't, they can't control other people's reactions, emotions, what they say, how they feel. Yeah. And yeah. That reminds me of a quote from comedian Brian Simpson, who's hilarious. And you can find like a half hour on Netflix. Anyway, um, he once said on a podcast, he said, My, what is the distance I have to create for me to still be able to love you? Mm. And I was like, that is just like as a way to view relationships that there are some people you can like see every day you love them. But sometimes there are people that you can only see them twice a year in order for you to be able to tolerate them. Mm -hmm. But you still love both people. It's yeah. just certain people that you can have in your life closer. And I was like, that is so... It's so evolved. I was talking about that with some of my home friends that like a lot of my home friends are people that I don't see for like months at a time, maybe even years. And I see them like once a year and we can just pick up right where we left off and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And I love that. But then there are some friends who think they can do that with me, but they can't really. Mm. And like, name them. Well, <laughs> first and last name, address, mother's maiden name. Social security <laughs> number. Yeah. Um, no, but like, and it's weird, right? Cause it's like, you don't want to make them feel bad, but also it's like, it's, it's just knowing like who those people are in your life, you yeah. know? And, and yeah, sometimes the distance isn't even like you want to create that distance. It's just by nature of like how our lives are, you know? Yeah. 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 And that leads us nicely into, we have two more segments. One of them comes out on uh patreon which is in our future and that's the one we'll do last and then one of them is um the segment that we ask it's a question we ask everyone which is it's called self-perception corner cool we ask our guests how they feel they're perceived by other people so how do you feel you're perceived by others maybe like people in your family your friends in the community and then we'll say how we actually perceive you mm -hmm. 
Uh, in terms of how I'm perceived by my family, I know my brother thinks I'm so fucking funny. <laughs> I love that. But that's because he's like about to be 30 and he's like a doctor and like has like a normal life. And he's like crunchy granola. Love you, Kevin. He knows he's about himself. <laughs> Does he like hikes? Oh, he's he lives in San Diego and like is always doing outdoor shit. Like if he can hike, he'll hike. If he can like, I don't fucking know, sword fishing. No, spear fishing. <laughs> Do you know what the thing? I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what he does. It's probably a thing. I don't know. I don't know what he does. He's outside a lot, and that and that's good for him. Yeah. Um. But whenever we do like catch up at home or on the phone, like I'm always like cracking jokes, and he's always laughing at them, and that feels good. That's nice. Um. My parents, I think, put a lot of trust in me. Uh. In terms of being almost like a like a cultural gauge for them, I f- I find that I'm often the one informing them of certain things that go on in the world. My mm-hmm. dad is the one that's always being like, no, actually, and I'm like, you don't know anything, but that's okay. Um, and, but my mom is like, she's very perceptive and will often like talk to me about certain things. So I think they trust me as like a, like, I think they do think I'm like an intelligent person and like competent and like very caring as well. Um, in terms of like among friends, I mean, like I did say previously that I am often, I I have been tasked as like a mediator among like conflicts with friends. Um, I think for that reason, I think people do see me as somebody that is like emotionally intelligent and just overall like patient and like a good listener. Um, uh, I mean, but like also just among friends, just like casually and socially, like I think, you know, but also in our community too, like we're always cracking jokes with each other and just like goofing around. So I do think I'm a goofy, silly girl. Um, <laughs> and, but then the one thing I will say to the last part of this whole thing is when I did the only roast I ever did, which was against Maxim Allen. Oh, you I remember this. I Thank remember you. this. Yeah. I also do think I crushed that. Thank you, Maxim for recording it. Um, but he like, I, I was trying to prepare myself to like think of things that he would say about me as so that I could fit in a comeback before I would like go into my next joke about him. Um, but then I was like looking at myself in the mirror being like, I, I don't think I look particularly like interesting in a way where comics can go on stage and be like, I look like a this and this, or I look like a someone's whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and that was really challenging. And, uh, like, and, and then Maxim even said after the roast, he was like, Lee and I were trying to think of like, like things about you that we could like poke fun at. And like, I remember them just saying that it was like difficult. And I was like, that's very flattering. But then also at the time I was like dating like a skater comedian and they didn't make a, he didn't make a single joke about that. And I'm like, you could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like I... I don't know. I think sometimes I can maybe be perceived as like Enigma also sound almost sounds too complimentary, but like somebody that is like can be, I guess, a bit of a wild card because I do see see that physically it is on people are always really surprised that I have a lot of tattoos. Um, and that that's the thing I think that throws people for a loop sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What if we're just like, you're cool. And then we just move on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. You're like, you're right. uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I first, I think my first impression of you was you came to my old mic and you did that joke about the, the cop who grabs boobs thinking they'll do, they'll say honk honk. Yes. And I remember just being like, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this girl fucking rocks. 
and then I feel like maybe you were a little enigmatic to me, possibly because we just don't maybe cross paths that often mm-hmm. in like um, the mics we go to. Yeah. But just like in the course of like this conversation, the times I have like interacted, like I feel like you're very um, hardworking, smart, and, but also like kind and not sh- uh, showy about it just kind of you're like i do my work but i also love my friends and i love my life just very well-rounded complete person Thank that's, you. that's the really vibe nice. i guess that's really oh nice. and extru- when i saw art of killing it i was like she's really good <laughs> like that was a really fun show also the whole cast was sexy Yes, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, All right, crazy keep it way. in your pants, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. Like Chinook, we one. went to college. Yeah. I went to college with him. I love him. Yeah, he's fucking jacked. I love Chinook. Oh my god. Yeah, but that was a fun yeah. show to watch. And you like, I mean, you played like the hardest role. I think. Yeah, she was the detective, so she yeah. comes in mm-hmm. just. To, you know, breaks down the whole case. I got to go next week. That's yeah. my last chance to see it. I need to go. Yeah. I'm going to be a good time. Yeah. I would say for you, I would say you have very well supported confidence. Cause like I, I've, I've, I've gotten to know you over the course of our now dead sketch group and <laughs> RIP. Yeah. Our rest in power. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were always like, if we got to rehearsal early or on time, time on times i might um, say <laughs> you were always just like a very relaxing very safe presence i always felt and like i i've always been impressed by your ability to get stuff you're just you're very accomplished and you're very you're just a you're very trustworthy to work with you're a very trustworthy person thank you Th- that i, would, I never yeah. worry about how an experience is gonna go if you're there that's very very nice of you to say yeah. that that is two things that i uh, that I often get told is that like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm consistent. Like I'm not flaky. Oh yeah. Uh, and, um, like, I mean, also among like my best close friends who always say like, I'm such a good friend to them, but also they're such a good friend to me. It's like, we surround ourselves with people that we know will do that for us. And we obviously reciprocate that. You're yeah. also very yeah. easy to talk to. Like, I think you make people very comfortable. Oh Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Does anyone does anyone have a crush on me? I does anyone love me? Flood the DMs. Do you want to pursue me? Flood the DMs. Flood where can people DMs. flood your DMs and where yes. can they find you? At Julia Zen on Instagram, J-U-L-I-A-Z-H-E-N underscore. Nice. Wonderful. Yeah. And do you have any uh uh shows you want to plug? Uh Art of Killing It. Yes. Final weekend. Yes. So by the time this comes out, I'll be in the final weekend of the Art of Killing It. Uh there's tickets for that. If you go to my Instagram, my link tree has that. Um, but also there are the art of killing no G it on Instagram and you can definitely find all that there. Uh, Sarah and I are doing our chat room show on September 27th at easy lover. It's free. That one's really fun because our whole gimmick is that we book people and then we force them to submit things that they posted on Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, whatever, when they were a teenager and we make them talk about it and we project it onto a screen and it's really fun. It's really fun. Sereni and Sabrina Wu last time we did the show, uh, both had old YouTube clips they had made when they were in like middle school and it is fucking awesome (laughs) and it was so funny because like both of their videos it had like a like uh like a middle school like because they're all we're all the middle school age you know uh um like white girl best friend and i also had a white girl best friend and i was like 
hmm, the child of immigrants with the white girl best friend pipeline to community. Mm. Where's the pilot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where's yeah. the pilot? Um, oh, God. Yeah. So that's terrifying. I've gone on multiple purges where I like delete a lot of old Facebook posts. I've done that. I did that. Have you? Yeah, I did that. I did yeah. that really, really hard in college um, to the point where I was trying to pull stuff up about like myself because Sarah and I always, Sarah Bergmark, love yeah. her to death, great person. Uh, she and I were trying to pull stuff up of our own to do our host bit and I was like struggling to find stuff, but I figured it out. I found stuff. You found, you found the goods? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have to show you three-minute baseball, which was oh, my... Oh, my God. Oh, this is one of my favorite things. It's my, <laughs> it's my middle school attempt at a baseball news uh, channel. Oh my god, you really are a guy's girl, Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> this is the other problem. People are like, oh, you like sport? No one chooses to like baseball. It's the only sport I like. I don't you even did know choose why to like I the like Yankees, it. though. You did choose that. I did choose that. I chose that life. Yeah. Um, what do I have going on? I got stuff. Follow me on the gram. If you've listened this far, you already follow me on the gram. Um, this is non-comedy related, but in September, my best friend Juliet and I are going on a cruise. <gasps> I'm so excited. It's Royal Caribbean. I'm so excited. We're going to go to the Bahamas. We're going to see cats on like the musical on the cruise line. We're going to be so high. She also signed it up as um, an engagement cruise for us. So we get a free bottle of wine. In the schemes that you and your friends put on to get free alcohol, I very much admire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, also, you should sign up for like the alcohol package because then it's like a flat fee at the my family was super into cruises. I've been on like six. Um, but there's a thing, there's like a soda package and an alcohol package, but you pay a flat fee at the top, it's like probably like a hundred something dollars, but then you get like unlimited alcohol, like pretty much like the entire trip. Like on the ship. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. yeah I'm gonna look into that. Get look faded, that. dude. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Right now, it's that we have like a. It, it's like you pay for the alcohol by day or something. Oh, okay. But we might bring right. like. Oh, I can't believe I'm admitting this on camera. We might bring like a Listerine bottle and just fill it with vodka. <laughs> so that we because we get like unlimited soda and okay. lemonade. Okay. No, we're not just gonna oh, drink so it. Oh, so you get you get yes. mixers. So you we just bring mixer. like liquor. <laughs> That might be the beverage package I'm thinking of. My mom was always the one that arranged it. And so yeah. she, the kids would get so like we didn't drink soda when we were kids. And so the treat we got was unlimited soda. Yeah. Like mm. during the cruises. And yeah. stuff. We, might, we might have a day where we dabble in. I mean, Juliet's yeah. not that big of a drinker. We're probably oh, okay. going to do more edibles. But Fuck yeah. I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. Edibles on the ocean sounds amazing. Oh, oh yeah. Or terrifying. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, couple shows this weekend that will be not relevant for this uh i have a, a roast battle against john ajoda next week ow, ow. that i'm uh, excited for i have some good stuff slay i've been sending a lot to gabby yeah they're incredible the jokes nice. are very good, good. i yeah. if i ever yep. was given the opportunity to roast battle you i would turn it down because I'd, i would be too scared <laughs> i'd be like that's a big compliment I don't that's know very what nice Ro- like, gonna say about me can <laughs> i wait can I, I can i tell you something <laughs> okay i once because like i try to write jokes for just like random people i uh-huh. know if anything pops in a moment it was so di- i couldn't write a single thing for you i still i have not been able to write what anything. i would say lots of things i'd say that you dated a skater comedian i'd call i'd call i'd say you were in the closet I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not true, but it's a roast. I'd say it. Yeah. Um, 
And I would, th I would think of other things. I get creative. I may go like the absurdist angle. So, or just like saying, so Julia loves killing children or just like anything like that. Like, <laughs> just like one Julia thing. Julia loves killing children. <laughs> and that's canon. Yeah. It is. it is. Yeah. Just something like really, and this every single joke is a different angle to get there. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you want to say to the children who listen to this podcast? R.I.P. Um, oh, the children. <laughs> Banana. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> the children who listen to this podcast um li listen to others i was asking julia <laughs> <laughs> keep going banana adita um <laughs> it's okay if you give in to peer pressure try not to i'm bad at it so and i turned out okay that's beautiful Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. To our audience. Thank you to Haley, our producer, who's not here right now, but is going to edit this. And uh, we've been doing this. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>